I don't know if they realize that, that you really want to say, oh, thank you, you, you know, uh, you hear listening to me, thank you. Or you open the door for me, thank you, you took the effort, I'm really thankful. Um, I want to express that gratitude because I, it's an expression of my soul and my soul wants to express gratitude because it's good for me. Um, so when people, oh no, they say, you don't, you don't need to say thank you, there's no need for that. They don't see that you do it for you because it's good for you. It's, it's not only for the other person, it's good for you to express that appreciation that your soul is feeling at that, at that moment in time. And that, that gratitude, that appreciation that you're feeling and that you're expressing is actually going to open more doors for more good things to come to you because you feel that gratitude and you express it. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have a visionary of our world in harmony, a dreamer of our, our world at peace, an advocate for conscious leadership and authentic business, a catalyst for spiritual transformation, and a human in service to love. For more than 25 years, she has been working in the corporate world for the big blue chip companies, IT companies in the areas of customer service, team leadership, IT training, project management, change management, and coaching. She has been doing some amazing things. She just released a uh, very interesting course that uh, she will also talk about and i'm very very happy to have her here with us welcome Gemma ramirez to the gratitude podcast thank you so much it is um it is a a real honor to to be here sharing with um authentic heart-centered people thank you so much for inviting me yeah my pleasure my pleasure so let us know a little bit more about you. I've uh, just um, touched on some things, but I know that you've done some amazing things throughout the years and um, you're working on something really interesting now as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, yeah, well, my name is, is Gemma. I run the School of Consciousness where I do what people have um been coming to me for. I heal the soul, I help them to find peace, help them to return to flow, and basically cleaning the blocks that keep people away from living a heart-centered and conscious, peaceful life in all aspects of their lives. Um, So it's either business, personal life. And um, I've been following the authentic marketing and sales techniques from from George Cow, which is a, a common mentor that we have so I apply those to everything I do and to my conscious leadership which is a key aspect of, of what I do in fact is the is the core of my vision I envision a world where everyone is a conscious leader and when the vision came came to me because obviously it's not mine when you have a vision it's not yours it comes to you uh, you are just a vessel for it 
I thought, okay, so everyone, everyone is going to be a conscious leader. I'm not going to achieve that in this lifetime. Uh, that's okay. Uh, hopefully other people will come after me and continue. And I know there are many people working on conscious leadership as well. But then the pandemic came with the coronavirus and all that. And I saw very clearly in March this year, 2020, that the world was leading to that, that the solution to the problem where we're, we're getting into was to raise our consciousness, heal our soul, find the peace within and become conscious leaders. And it's happening. I'm amazed over the months of uh, this year how I've seen more and more people waking up to the true selves, going within, wanting to heal, wanting to know more and becoming leaders of their lives, more responsible for, for their lives instead of falling into victimhood. And it's just the beginning. I think we're going to see most people becoming conscious leaders in, in, in the very near future. Um, and to me, that is no more than um, becoming heart-centered, so leading your life from your heart, uh, taking personal responsibility for your own happiness, and really truly wanting to live our life in service to others and, and to the planet, wanting to do things that are good for others, for humanity and for the planet. That Those are the basics of, of conscious leadership to me. <laughs> and, you actually um, anticipated my question. I wanted to ask you, what okay. is conscious leadership? So, yeah, please continue. <laughs> Thank you. Um, why did I start it um, with conscious leadership? Um, I think it was the culmination of um, a life dedicated to personal development that led to spiritual awakening. Um, and then uh, eventually I realized that uh, the only solution to create a new world, which is exactly what, what we're trying to do right now uh, as a community, the whole humanity, is to, is to become conscious, is to become conscious and become leaders. And many people ask me, oh, but what do you mean leaders? Because the concept of leader is still very much associated to the corporate world or to work. And uh, it's not like that. You, we, we can be leaders in all aspects of our lives. It's just leading our lives instead of following someone else or following an ideal or following the programming and the indoctrination that we've had since we were born so just taking the the bull by the horns like we say here in spain where i am and and lead your life decide who you want to be and by deciding who you want to be you do changes within you and changes in your life appear and that's really taking responsibility for who you are and that undoubtedly leads to more self-love consequently more love for others and ultimately to the realization that we are all one and, and interconnected so it's just a tool conscious leadership to get into the core of who we are uh, love and interconnected with everything and and the one that's beautiful that's beautiful um i think it's uh it's something very important indeed that we we need to become aware and become aware of our role as as humans and how much we actually influence each other um and that even if we see it or we don't we are influencing other people and we have leadership roles mm -hmm. and it's much better if we are conscious and we 
we make a conscious decision of how we want to influence others and how uh, we want um, to be the change that we want to see in the world. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yes. But um, I also wanted to, to ask you uh, on the personal side, I think you have a really interesting story. Uh, you studied in Spain and in Britain, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I was born in, in Spain. And um, I think many people probably who, who listen to this will will feel identified with what I'm about to say. Um, I was born in Spain, but I never really felt um, I, I was born in the right place. I was always, I always felt out of, out of place, didn't really fit in anywhere. And when I was 24, I decided to migrate to the UK. Uh, for some reason always attracted me the idea of living there and as soon as I got there it it was just literally coming out of the plane putting my foot on the ground and smelling the air I knew I had arrived home I I don't know why but I just knew and um, I went there for um, for a month or so just to visit and I stayed for two years without coming back and then Uh, and then uh, I was I lived there for uh, over t- over 25 years in the end. So my corporate life, my professional life developed there. I had many opportunities, met wonderful people who supported me along the way. And my spiritual life also uh, was developed uh, there. I came into contact with uh, beautiful people as well. And I never thought of the magical things that would happen to me. Um, and I think... But what happened to me is what happens to many, many people on the spiritual path as well uh, that I had two different lives. I have my spiritual life with my spiritual friends and my spiritual activities and then my professional life, my home life on, 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 another, on another side. And they were going different ways and it was really stressful. Uh, I didn't want the, both of them to clash because I felt a bit embarrassed of the things I was doing on my spiritual side. Um, and that I... I, I feel it happens to many people as well. Until one day you realize that you cannot continue that way. It's really stressful and it's not authentic. So I merge the two. Obviously, when that happens, many things change. Some people disappear from your life. Uh, jobs go. And you have to sell a few things because you don't resonate with them anymore. And your life changes. Um, and I think from them, it was the 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 moment where... Uh, I really took or started to take responsibility for 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 what I wanted to do and realizing that okay so this is um, this is leading somewhere i'm I'm gonna find my life purpose uh, now that that this is happening and so that was that was really interesting um, and that happened I was in the uk very happy but I always knew I would return to Spain when my mom was old enough that she needed me. Um, so I came back, we had a few, a couple of years of um, uh, having a good time. And then obviously she was too ill. Um, I mean, too, yeah, ill and, and, and old. And um, my biggest project so far, uh, to call it somehow, a life project. And the thing that have helped me really go within myself and know myself has been the, the last two years of looking after my mom until she passed uh, this October. Uh, it's been intense it's been difficult it's been stressful at times um but now looking back 
it's just been the most beautiful and fulfilling thing I've created in my whole life. And it's given me a huge sense of peace and accomplishment, bigger than anything that I've ever done before. So I'm really grateful for that, talking about gratefulness. I'm really, really grateful for the opportunity to be looking after my mom that not many people have. Um, grateful to me for choosing that, for surviving it, because it was really hard. At some point, I wasn't sure I was going to make it. It's really, really hard. Uh, being a carer for someone. I didn't know how hard it was. So my truly appreciation for a, anyone who's listening who cares as a professional as a professional or is, is actually caring of anyone. Um, it's, it's, it's really beautiful and really hard. So yeah, that that that's mm, yeah it's it's been it's been it's been beautiful. Um so now I'm in in, in a position that I'm I'm going back to, to work because I have to kind of stop for a few months. And coming back with um, renovated enthusiasm and uh, a ma- much more humble and grateful person than I even was before. So, yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, really I also, I also uh, ask you this question because uh, I'm curious if you've seen um, some interesting things about gratitude that were. Um, either in the Spanish culture or in the British culture that that you've mm-hmm. seen, like maybe differences or some mm-hmm. things that you've uh, resonated with? Yeah, that's a really interesting question because living in the UK, um, you become aware very quickly that people say thank you all the time. I wasn't used to that at all when, when I moved in. In fact, in Spain, when I moved in there 25 years ago now, um, we weren't used to say thank you um, as a culture in, in Spain. And it shocked me a lot that, wow, people say thank you all the time. And sometimes it, it was just a habit. I realized that it was just a, some sort of... Um, a polite thing to do to say thank you sometimes they didn't have meaning but it didn't matter it made a difference even even if it's it, it didn't have uh, meaning or if, if people were saying it without really thinking about what they were saying it made a difference to me I realized that it was lovely to be said thank you even if, if for, for, for anything um, special Mm-hmm. So I started doing it when I um, came to Spain on holiday or to visit my family. Uh, I started saying thank you. And, and then I realized that people in, in Spain felt a bit embarrassed to be, when, when, they hear, when they hear thank you. Oh, no, you don't need to be, to be thankful. You don't need to say thank you. But I want to. Oh, no, but you, you don't need to. Uh, so it was a really huge uh, gap in in culture there, and things have changed a lot because many people have gone to the UK since I moved there, and uh, many people have probably experienced the same thing. And we are more grateful now, or rather, more verbally expressive of, of gratitude. We do say thank you more more than before, but there are still occasions well, occasions where people still feel embarrassed to hear to hear thank you. Like there is no need to say thank you. I'm, I'm doing it because I want to. You don't need to thank me. Um, that's, still, that's still the case. And I wonder if it's because they don't feel uh, enough love for, them, for themselves to, to take that appreciation from someone else. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's the case. I was thinking about the same thing. I, w- I was wondering <laughs> why maybe mm-hmm. they, they have a, a hard time to receive uh, mm-hmm. gratitude for from other people 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, um, I analyzed it. And if when people have difficulty receiving, even if it's just the gratitude from someone else or or the appreciation, um, obviously there, there is a lack there, that lack of uh, self-love probably that is not um, ready to accept this appreciation, but it's also, um, they're not giving you the opportunity to express your gratitude fully. Mm. Um, I don't know if they realize that, that you really want to say, oh, thank you, you, you know, uh, you're here listening to me, thank you. Or you opened the door for me. Thank you. You took the effort. I'm really thankful. Um, I want to express that gratitude because I, it's an expression of my soul. And my soul wants to express gratitude because it's good for me. Um, so when people, oh no, they say, you don't, you don't need to say thank you. There's no need for that. They don't see that you do it for you because it's good for you. It's, it's not only for the other person. It's good for you to express that appreciation that your soul is feeling at that at that moment in time and that that gratitude that appreciation that you're feeling and that you're expressing is actually going to open more doors for more good things to come to you because you feel that gratitude and you express it out um so i would love people to be aware that expressing gratitude when you hear thank you the person is doing it for themselves not only for you for you to for you to hear it they're doing it for themselves so we we have to allow the other person to say thank you to us because they're doing it for themselves so yeah i don't know exactly. um, and yeah. i i love uh i love the word in spanish gracias it's um <laughs> it's very similar to grace right so mm -hmm. um you're in in my in my point of view you're you you realize in that moment that um what another person did was graceful like with grace and that um th there is something outside of you that did something for you mm -hmm. that in one way or another can be interpreted as uh, the a grace from from god from the creator because uh in in my belief God manifests himself through, through people and mm -hmm. uh, through their actions and through their love. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful way of connecting with that understanding, the fact that um, you are interacting with other people who are manifesting the creator. And uh, we are appreciating that and we are seeing that grace that we have in, in our life through them. That's such a beautiful way of putting it. And I love the way you, uh, yeah, uh, compare the words grace to gracias. It's, it's just so similar. Um, yeah. I, I love that. Thank you for that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think it's, it's very beautiful to, to see how, um, how people, like what word do people use to express gratitude? Mm. And um, I, I think, in before there were words i think there was the the feeling and people thought okay how can i express what i'm feeling right now like what word can i put so that uh i i can express it properly and 
Um, that's why I believe in in the root of of these words. There is uh, there is a lot of wisdom and there is a lot of um, beauty and um, yeah, I think it's it's something that uh, it's it's worth exploring. And I I always love to ask people from different parts of the world how you say thank you and uh, look into that more, like what what they're actually saying um, in, with those words or with that word. Yeah. As I'm helping people move their businesses online by using my web expertise, I also want you to experience more abundance through gratitude, especially in these troubling times. And I have put all that I know in this step-by-step course to help you go from lack to abundance in 7 weeks. Go to georgianbenta.com abundance to find out more. That's georgianbenta.com abundance. See you there. That's beautiful. I love it. Uh, uh, I I like looking into into the origin of words as well. They do say a lot about the word, um, and in Spanish because we come from Latin, it's, it's really easy to to see to see the analogy on with the Latin words. It's it's, it's beautiful. Mm. But like you said, the feeling comes before, and even if we didn't say the word just with the feeling with the sensation that you get from the other person you, you can feel the gratitude you can feel the appreciation um in the eyes of, of, of another or if you focus on the heart energy so words is just an expression of the feeling that you were talking about absolutely exactly exactly and it's beautiful that in in different cultures we we have that um we have similar things like in Italian, it's grazie, which mm. is as well uh, very similar to grace. So I, I don't think it's um, it's a coincidence. It's definitely something that had a, a common root, yeah. and it's it's really really beautiful to um, to look into that. But um, I also wanted to get into uh, all of the things that are happening right now mm-hmm. uh, in in the U.S., uh, since our audience is mainly from the U.S., in the world in general with, uh, with the pandemic. Um, I know that you, you're working on a, a course right now on peace. How can we be peaceful when the world seems to be uh, going crazy? I know, I know. I thought it was so needed. And um, when I decided to come back to work, um, after mom's fasting, I thought, what am I going to do? What, what, what else can I do? What, what do people need? Is it in a peace? We need peace. We need to focus on peace. How can we be at peace when the world is in chaos? Well, that's exactly when we need to be more at peace, when the world around us is, around us is in chaos. And um, uh, a mentor of mine told me that environment is stronger than will. And when we are in an environment like now where we are only hearing bad news, strange news, the future is really uncertain. Well, it's always uncertain, but it's more uncertain than ever. Um, How can we be at peace? Well, maybe the solution is, number one, change the environment. Maybe we cannot do that. Um, But maybe number two is, wonder how can we be stronger than the environment how can the environment or the will can can be stronger than the environment 
And the answer I found for that is um, to embody love. When we embody love and unconditional love and we become peaceful and joyful inside, regardless of whatever is going outside, um, then we are, we are stronger than the environment. And it's always a matter of being aware of our state, having the capacity of choosing different. Um, so if something is causing us stress, like watching too many news, well, we can always turn the TV off and choose something different that makes us more peaceful. The problem is not going to go away. It's going to be there next time we turn the TV on. So why keep focusing on, on that? Why keep worrying about things we don't know? We don't know what's going to happen. Um, so the solution is focusing on love, focusing on peace, and just do it for the sake of us, for the sake of our uh, mental health. Um, and physical health so choosing choosing peace and that's what I offer with the course is the um, definition of what peace is and I offer a few tools that people can use if they choose to to choose peace and become peaceful inside so that they can have a better life especially during during the chaos that we live in at the moment the uncertainty um, and all the things that we that we are uh, that, w- that we are watching outside it's time to go within because the outside is just too chaotic we cannot do much about it it's time to go within and choose love choose joy and choose inner peace uh, because that's the true essence of who we are that, that's what we are so it's just returning to to who we are really and we find that within ourselves so those tools that I offer within the course those um, those bits of knowledge and wisdom will help them cultivate peace uh, from within and understanding that if we want peace in the world well, I don't know if I can if I can make the world peaceful but I can do my world peaceful and if my world is peaceful starting with me then maybe the people around me can become a bit more peaceful and that's how it ripples out so everything is about ourselves everything outside is a reflection of our inner world so we have to understand that and go within and find the inner peace that we're looking for because we don't like we're only going to find the inside so that's what what the course is about and that's how i believe we find inner peace it's just the choice to actually find the inner peace within um with, with with some little help uh, with the, the tools and the wisdom from yeah. from me or from many other people who who offer uh, other things as well to support in these times definitely and uh in these times it's it's, it's so important for us to to have more peaceful per- people um to be to become a peaceful person because uh, like we've talked in the beginning we are influencing others and we if we are in in the chaos and we identify with the chaos that we oftentimes see on the news for instance Mm -hmm. we tend to to give that to others and unfortunately we we tend to give that to the people we love and um, that only leads to more chaos as does peace it leads to more peace and even though um other people around us might be worried, might be in fear. The fact that they see that we are and that we can we can be uh, in peace, at peace, um, that helps them 
relax as well and be at peace as well and i think that's that's something very important that we can do to to actually uh, change our world world like you said to um to do our bit and to make sure that we are the kind of people that we want to see in the world and um yeah, being at peace is is a very important part and it also um relates very well to the decisions that we and uh, that we make in this period like i know for sure that uh for instance in the beginning of the pandemic i i i took some irrational decisions like for instance buying too much food or actually eating too much food like i i don't usually uh overeat or anything but uh back then i there were a couple of days when when i did that and mm-hmm. it was to so interesting for me to to see myself doing that and also to um how it was afterwards when i um got back <laughs> um to peace and i understood that um it was okay but in in a few for a few days i i was identified with that that chaos and i i was uh, very um nervous and um it, it just led to to some uh, really weird decisions on on my side and um i definitely think it's it's very important for us to be at peace as much as possible especially when we uh, when we make decisions and when we um create our future because once we are um at peace we can be creative in a whole different way and i know you you talk about that as well in your course mm-hmm. yes yes um and the way you managed it is uh, to me is the right way it's the same thing i did because i think we all fall for the chaos at some point it was designed to to do that it was very well designed to do that to take us all out of our peace um and when you found yourself overeating or buying too much food you said you observe yourself doing that that's exactly what we have to do is watch ourselves oh what, what am i doing okay well this is obviously something i need to do now for some reason but there is a part of you that is observing that you're not really falling for it fully you somehow still conscious and realizing that you are doing something that is not what you normally do that you are being affected by the great change that is going outside of you so you were conscious and after a few days you were able to return back to your peace and that's exactly what we need to do is being aware of who we are so it's important to know yourself really well and know when something is out of alignment of you and then observe it and then it comes the gratitude gratitude for this thank you for this experience that i'm experiencing that is is teaching me something what is it what is the teaching i'm gonna get the teaching and move on and then forgiveness come forgiveness comes for for yourself because you are doing something totally different whether you're getting angry or eating too much whatever it is forgiveness for yourself and forgiveness for whatever is causing that outside of you as well and with that peace then returns so gratitude and peace um sorry gratitude and forgiveness are key elements in in finding inner peace 
Uh, in fact, one of the one of the tools that I would like to mention that I share in the course is um, is called the Gemma tool. It's, it's um, <laughs> my, my name, and the G is for gratitude. The E is for equanimity, so being an observant without yeah, with attachment, right. without exactly without being mm -hmm. being sworn by what's happening. Uh, M is for mindfulness, so that's exactly what you did. I'm mindful of what I'm doing. Okay, I'm falling for it, but I know what I'm doing. I'm not doing doing it unconsciously. Uh, and then acceptance, acceptance. This is what's happening. What can I do now? I get the teaching. I get the learning. Uh, do my forgiveness and, and move on and return to my peace. So I think it's a very powerful tool to uh, to return back to peace. Beautiful, beautiful. I love this idea, and I think. I think it's um, the perfect way to, to end this um, this interview. And since we're at the end of it, uh, I am very curious if you want to share with us uh, where can our audience, where can we find your course and um, where can our audience get in touch with you? Thank you. I would love to share that. Thank you for, for the opportunity. Um, thank you for everyone who, who would come and, and look at my, at my stuff. There's a, uh, some, some content, uh, free content in there for you, some free courses that you can have a look at if you want to see what I do or, or learn something new. You can find, it, find me on my website. It's gemmaramirez.com. Um, that, that's probably the, the best way you will find all my social media links in there and my email address as well so you can contact me in, in, any, in any other way and if you would like to if you're interested in, in, in the upcoming course which is called Inner Peace in the Midst of Chaos uh, you can find it on the courses section and it's called Peace so it's Gemma Ramirez slash courses slash uh, peace that's when you can access um, this course that is coming up on november the 11th beautiful beautiful so um i definitely recommend uh this beautiful course is going to be a live one so um you'll be in touch directly with uh, Gemma, and yeah. um yeah it's it's going to be uh live on on the 11th yeah. and um yeah, so we have thank three, you. Yeah, three webinars on the 11th, 25th, and November 9th. And there will be a Q&A session as well to answer questions or to expand on anything that we've been talking to on December the 2nd. And um, a private Facebook group as well. And obviously you will have access to all the content uh, in PDF format as well. Beautiful, beautiful. So thank you very much. I will be posting a link in the description as well. Uh, please let Gemma know that uh, that you've heard about the course on the Gratitude Podcast. And um, thank you so much for listening. And Gemma, thank you for uh, for being such a great guest and for sharing so much wisdom and so much love with us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I thank you to everyone who's who's listening and blessings to all.